The story of the Bible is that our fellowship with God, which was lost in the beginning, is being restored through the ministry of Christ. And as Christians, we believe that we can get to know the one true and living God through the pages of his word. In today's episode, we're going to be jumping right into Acts chapter 3, because why not? Hi guys, welcome back to the Why Not podcast with me, Connor JC, and as it is Wednesday, this is your midweek check-in. How are you doing physically? How are you doing emotionally? How are you doing spiritually? How are you doing mentally? I'll go first. I'm doing good. I don't know. I feel like it's been a blur since last week, and I'm not really sure where I'm at with all those things. I think I'm okay. Hmm. But yeah, how about you? Let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. Email me at whynotpodcast.gmail.com. Yeah, let me know how you're doing. I'll put up a post on Instagram, and yeah, let's see where we're all at. Anyway, we're going to be jumping into Acts chapter 3, so let's jump right in. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, and a man lame from birth was being carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, that is called the Beautiful Gate, to ask alms of those entering the temple. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. And Peter directed his gaze at him, as did John, and said, Look at us. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up, he stood and began to walk, and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God and recognised him, as the one who sat at the beautiful gate of the temple, asking for alms, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. While he clung to Peter and John, all the people, utterly astounded, ran together to them in the portico, called Solomon's. And when Peter saw it, he addressed the people, Men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us as though by our own power or piety we have made him walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate, when he had decided to release him. But you denied the Holy and Righteous One, and asked for a murderer to be granted to you, and you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses, and his name by faith in his name has made this man strong, whom you see and know, and the faith that is through Jesus has given the man this perfect health. In the presence of you all. And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers, but what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer, he thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all the things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. Moses said, The Lord God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. You shall listen to him in whatever he tells you. And it shall be that every soul who does not listen to that prophet shall be destroyed from the people. And all the prophets who have spoken from Samuel and those who came after him also prophesied these days. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God, having raised up his servant, sent him to you first, to bless you, 
by turning every one of you from your wickedness. Amen. So that was Acts chapter 3, and it really just reminds me of the other healing of a lame guy back in the Gospels. It's kind of similar, there's a group of people that are bringing a lame guy to receive something, and on both times they're healed, and it is the power of Jesus that's doing it. I think that what's really important in this healing is how, you know, a crowd gathers around Peter and John wanting to know how the man is healed, and Peter ties in what the people see to the power and purpose of Jesus. He immediately rejects any idea that the healing was performed by his own power. It's Jesus's power and authority who healed the man, the same Jesus whom they, the Jewish nation, rejected and traded for a murderer. It's Peter's faith in Jesus's name that healed the man. And then Peter goes on to outline how the Jewish people have continually rejected Jesus. They killed him, they ignored the writings of the prophets that would have told them that Jesus was their saviour, and they even ignored Moses, who wrote the very law that they were at the temple to fulfil. They were blind to the fact that Jesus was the fulfilment of God's initial promise to their first patriarch, Abraham. And the fact that all of these things were in the Jewish scriptures should have alerted them to whom Jesus is. And then he goes on to say, but you know, fortunately there's still time to accept him. So yeah, that is kind of my brief thoughts. As usual, I feel like these are getting briefer and briefer. But those are my brief thoughts on that healing. But anyway, I will be posting a story on Instagram. We can see how we're all doing, have a chat. And yeah, I will see you tomorrow where we jump into Acts chapter 4. But until then, goodbye, God bless, and I'll see you in the next one.